Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including uh, Voltron Legendary Defender, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. Justin Cummings. Hello. And Steve Zach might be joining us shortly. Uh, we'll be today. We are talking more about Voltron Legendary Defender season seven, all the entirety of it. Uh, delving more into the season, getting different takes on all of the episodes uh, that dropped on Netflix this Friday. Uh, all thirteen episodes. We previously had our reactions podcast yesterday. Find that at overlyanimated.com if you want two hours of reactions from uh, Delaney, Andy, Alex, and me. Um, or search for overlyanimated.com or go to overlyanimated.com slash YouTube and find us there. Um, but we're getting Justin Haley some new takes here and seeing what uh, what we liked, uh, best episodes, uh, what we reacted to most, uh, getting into all that. So make sure you've seen the entirety of the season. Spoilers for all of season seven. Um, yeah, we're going to be getting right into it. So make sure make sure you've seen it. Okay. Um, overall, these are a lot of episodes, but overall, Haley, what, what did, what's your take on the season? Um, I think this season is definitely a step down in terms of quality from the last one. Cause I remember during season six, we were all like super excited about it and really neat things were happening and everything. And we actually had a more concrete kind of focus for the season with Lotor in terms of, well, he wasn't really a villain, but he was kind of a villain and then he was a full villain. Um, whereas this season, was kind of meandering and I can't tell if I like the first half better than the second half. I think I, I think I might like the first half better because the second half really just all the episodes bled together for me. And I was not that invested in earth, which is kind of weird, but I wasn't or in any of the characters. And I wasn't like, Oh, Matt's like, or not, well, I guess Matt, but Pidge's dad, like, Oh, what a, like the hero to save our days. And like, I don't care about him <laughs> very much. Um, so that much focus on him was not super exciting for me. And I feel like this season, the show kind of lost its like the momentum going forward of like, okay, so we're getting to this thing and dramatic things are happening and we've got to like, do all this stuff. It was just kind of meandering and it, it went back because especially in the finale, I know I heard you on the podcast yesterday, Dylan, quite enraged at the just ridiculousness of the finale, like all the physics and the kind of interesting complexity that had been building was just blown apart. Like it was like, this is, uh, it was like in its true sense, a mech battle, like robot fighting show, which it is. And it's fine to be, but it could have gone so much better and has in the past, which is annoying. Um, I think there were some positive parts in it and good episodes, but overall it was, I wasn't like, oh, so exciting. The next episode, it was like, okay, what are we doing now? Let's float through space and then save Earth. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just, just that? Float through space and then save Earth? Yeah. That's pretty much the whole season, I've got to be honest. Yep, that's a know? good summary. That, yeah. that, that, that is what happened. Okay. Yeah. So. Hey, a little bit tap it on the season. Justin, what do you think of season seven overall? I I can definitely because I was trying to think I'm like, OK, this does feel really oddly paced. And I tried to think in terms of production. Honestly, I think this would have worked better for the whole six, seven split than most of the six, seven seasons did, Agreed. because one through six to me, while not a lot happens, I think are very distinct from seven through 13. I think that 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 right there, right when we hear the distress signal is where we can switch. Like that would have been a decent cliffhanger. 
And so, honestly, I kind of prefer the second half. I'm not much for uh, just floating through space. I mean, yeah, we got good character development, but it wasn't a whole lot that we didn't already know. Um, if anything, I felt like Hunk maybe got some attention that he needed and deserved. But besides that, I wasn't a huge fan. I liked the Earth stuff a lot, actually. I liked the new cadets. I liked the Atlas. I liked all the stuff with that. I liked Shiro's arm going full on Sendak. I liked, um, I just like, I really liked a lot of the Earth people. I actually did, by the end, care a lot more about Pidge's family than I thought I would. But I think Veronica may have become my favorite, especially of the Earth people. And I feel like, I feel like we're going to set up something with the Earth people. Like, I feel like this was a detour as we head into the final arc. And then they are setting up potentially a sequel series after Legendary Defender using those cadets. That's just my theory, which is why it was a little wonky. But overall, I really liked the season, but especially that back half. I really enjoyed the Earth stuff. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's in terms of the six seven split, you definitely have non Earth and then Earth episodes. It would have made sense to split it there. I think probably one of the reasons we didn't do that was because the first six didn't really have a lot going on. Um, like, there's not really a, a, a thing to build up to, like uh, any of the previous seasons. Um, Getting to Earth. Yeah, I mean, but you know that that mid season finale is kind of a quiet, a quiet one, floating in space, more of a cerebral finale rather than an action packed one. Um, it's 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 there's no like big driving force behind the first six episodes. Maybe those are some of the reasons we didn't split it. Although yeah, it did have a a good place to do so. So it sounds like Justin is more was more into the second half, and Haley might have been more into the first half, which is interesting because last podcast we were split as well on that. Um, and uh, yeah, Haley, what what do you think it was about the first half? Is it just that you didn't care about the art stuff? Did you like the specific episodes of the first six better? I think it's a combination. So. I think there's a couple episodes in the first half that are, like, they're not that exciting. Like, the first one, and then I didn't love the feud one. But the third episode, The Way Forward, that one drove me nuts so much. Because as I was watching it, I was getting so hyped. And I was like, awesome. So, like, Ezor and Zethrid, they're going to be our big bads for the season. And Aksha's back, and she's so cool, and she got a new haircut. And it's like, all this stuff is going on. And I love the the change of like, we missed three years and everything. So I think while I was watching it, I was super excited after that episode and going forward. Cause I was like, okay, so that's going to be the thing. And I think that and the ruins episode were really, really neat and good. But then they're also kind of disappointing because they didn't pan out into anything, <laughs> which is, it's conflicting. Um, I think I preferred the first half though, mostly because even though they are kind of just floating through space most of the time, there's different things happening and different characters that we kind of um, know a bit more and care about a bit more and interesting things that are building on things that we already know about, like Blade of Malmora and seeing what happened in the universe when they've been gone for three years. Whereas the last half, the back half really just was all set kind of in the same couple scenes and with the same group of people. And it just dragged for me, I think as well, because it was, more definitely way more action-packed and things like that and that's not my favorite thing i i much prefer kind of the quieter character moment episodes which these had moments of that they weren't phenomenal but they had a little bit more of it than uh, the giant mech battles so i don't know it's it's tricky 
I think compared to other seasons, these first six are definitely like don't hold a candle to like last season. But within the season, I prefer I had a better time watching the, the beginning than the second half. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So w- w- what is it, Justin, about the the Earth stuff, you think, for you? Is it did you connect with that story more than than some of the stuff in the first six? I think my thing was once we found out at the end of season six, like we're going to Earth. I was ready for, you know, time skip. We're at Earth and then we start going from there. I wasn't ready for six episodes of pretty much just nothing. I mean, yeah, some stuff happens, but there's like you said, there's no goal. There's no destination. We're just much like episode six. We're just kind of floating aimlessly waiting for something magical to come save us. And once we got to Earth, though, like once Last Stand Part 1 starts, which I think Last Stand Part 1 and 2 might be my highlight of the season like i think that was a really well done episode and once that starts i'm like okay sendak's taking over earth like i still think we're going bigger but i think sendak was a good side villain while we get to our ultimate destination and we have a goal goal is to beat sendak we know where we're going from here even though the finale just went really weird deus ex machina as far as like nope new villain but there was a goal and I prefer when I know what we're heading towards and you know, when it feels like, Oh, I've been watching three hours of TV, but I made progress or the first six. I'm like, did anything actually really happen? Like, Oh, we're passing a different set of stars. Like it just, it didn't feel like much happened to Marsh. A new okay. constellation. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happened. Okay. Yeah. Justin, no, it really is. <laughs> you, I, I found my compatriot in loving the last stand parts one and two because it's everyone so else good. is not liking them. Haley, what do you think of those them. two episodes? I don't hate them. I really don't. I think they were, once I leaned into like, okay, so Voltron's not here anymore. Like they're gone for two episodes. Um, I think they were really tight, which was nice. And they were actually engaging and interesting. And I wish that the rest of the season held me like those two did, because those were actually interesting, especially considering that they were about characters that we don't really have that much of a relationship to. That was pretty impressive. Um, I just wish there was more of that. I don't know. It was kind. It was just like it felt like it was just so tight, like they were on it and they were doing things and it was interesting um, and it was a new perspective. So I think those two episodes were really good. So, so for you, was yeah. it more of the nine to thirteen, just constant yeah. uh, battle, uh, constant fighting, Sendak episode mm-hmm. to episode? Yeah, I guess I like one to eight, I suppose, and then nine to thirteen are just like, okay, Sendak, go away! Like I don't care about you anymore. Um, I know. Well, he 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 did go away. So <laughs> he did. Really, I feel like that was kind of like sudden. Like it, he didn't have like a moment of being like no. Very much. Yeah, Keith, Keith yeah. just just killed him. Really. Yeah, it's like, is he dead? Like, yeah. okay. Justin, are you yeah. upset that Sendak is gone? I mean, it means we get to Hagar because, like, we all knew Hagar is the final boss. Like, come on. <laughs> and so Sendak gone means we just we get the Hagar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm the biggest Sendak stan, ironically, and I still am happy with <laughs> getting to Hagar. If, I think that's if there's anything go. I could compare this season to, honestly, it reminds me a lot of Legend of Korra season two, where oh, that's not good. there's some overall the season's kind of forgettable. There's some interesting stuff in the beginning, a lot of stuff no one really cares about at the end. We're just happy to finally see the villain be beat. But there's a really great two-parter stuck right in the middle of the season that we're going to remember. It really kind of is. That's amazing. Like, it's yeah. very oddly Legend of Korra season two, I think, st- 
still slightly higher quality, especially the back half, because Veronica is my new favorite character on the show. But... Yeah, uh, well, it's easy to make the comparison between The Last Stand and Beginnings, which I'm sure 7 and 8 are... The Last Stand is based on the beginning, so... um, And then it's kind of like the season shifts gears after that middle... Because of the information given in the two-parter, like, come on! Yeah, well, I mean, it's... season two. I mean, you know, you got, uh, (laughs) you know, you got Tim Hedrick and Josh Hamilton writing both of those, so... Writing on both those seasons, so it's, 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 it's similar territory here. Yeah, I mean, I think the first half of this season is better um, than Korra Book 2. Similarly, Hashtag Nuktuk yeah. Hero of the South. Yeah, there's no Nuktuk. Um, I named a Pokemon after him, okay? What do you mean you named a Pokemon after him? Well, when when I had my Swampert in Pokemon Alpha Sapphire because it's a water ground type, I named it Nuktuk. Why are you, you acting like that's some big deal that you just named one of your thousand Pokemon in one video game Nuktuk? First off, how dare you? It was my starter. It's an honor. It's an, it's an honor, honor for Justin to just name some random Pokemon. Pokemon. You're just bragging about naming it Nuktuk. Like that's the fir- that's the first your go to thing of when we talk about Nuktuk is I name some random Pokemon that in one video game. <laughs> okay, that's a very Justin thing to do, but I just had to point out. <laughs> that the, much like I had to get into the stupidity of <laughs> the finale in last podcast. <laughs> I feel like this is similar. Guy. No, Justin naming his Pokemon made a lot more sense than Lion's Pride Part Two. It was the most <laughs> mech thing the show has done so far of what you yeah, thought. Okay. We're, we're, yeah, we're jumping around a lot, but yeah, I quickly, quickly, Justin, what's your take on Lions Pride Part 2? Because you're the biggest like mecha fan, like on the podcast. Outside. Oh my you're, God, a better you're, payoff. You're big, you're big ju- Power Rangers guy. Like, I uh, am. Are you, is, I can't believe I'm the one that brought it up first. Are you, uh, you. were you, was this okay for you having giant robots appear with no explanation? So here's my thing. Power Rangers will often do this where you think the main villain's beaten and then, oh no, a new villain at like the right at the finale, which I think is awful. I think it's okay here if the next couple of episodes gives us something to work with. Like, how did it time it just right to arrive right when they beat Sendak? Don't, no, no coincidences. I need a good solid reason because we do have another season. So, I want to hate it. I really, really do. But they might give me a good reason why it happened. Until then, I definitely felt like it. it I feel like they just wanted to call it part two because it's really not a part two. Yeah, It's completely different. It's only part two because they added five seconds at the end of the last episode. So you're, so you're saying wait and see. But I'm what saying was your... wait and see, but probably watching what, what, it. When the care. Atlas turned into the robot, though, what, what, was, your, <laughs> what was your reaction? Screaming. Our sixth ranger gets his own Megazord. Like, yeah. duh. It's Power Rangers 101. The that was, extra that was your ranger reaction? with were you, the... Were you excited? Were you confused? I was like, seems legit. Kind of figured it was going to happen. I figured eventually Shiro would get a separate vehicle. I figured it was going to be Dark Voltron or... Did you think he'd else? literally make Voltron out of a thing that humans made? <laughs> I mean, no, but that? I'm not surprised. I've seen stupider Zord combinations. I've seen stupider mechs. I, I saw a Mountain Dew machine come a robot once in a movie. Like, Is I, that a Mountain Dew machine? Was it a Transformers movie? It was Transformers. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't need to stoop to that level. But yeah, Haley, being Haley, Haley, what was your reaction? Mechs. You've seen stupider mechs. So, but, but, but this is not a stupid mech show generally, you would say, right? No, but I, I, was, I figured eventually Shiro would get his own, and I'm like, okay, it's the Atlas. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So Justin was like, seems legit. Haley, what was going through your head when you watched that happen? 
<laughs> so much, so much. Um, I was uh, confused and shocked. I did have a brief moment where I was like, yay, Shiro, good for you. And then I was like, hold up, wait a second. This is ridiculous. And like, like how? I know that it has the the crystal that came out of the Castle of Lions, which I guess is like our deus ex machina. Just it it fixes everything, but it really is ridiculous when you first watch it, and then when you sick of, think about it, it's actually angering because the past like season or two, and however long, maybe even three seasons back, we've had this whole thing where it's like, oh, Lotor, he's gonna make like Dark Voltron. It's a big thing, and he had to do all this work to get to it. And then Shiro's just like, I can feel the quintessence, and then makes this ginormous Voltron, who is like 25 times bigger than the the enemy one, and yet it like goes out like a wimp immediately. <laughs> like it had no stand. It was insane. Um yeah, it was it was amazing. I, I was so I was shocked by shocked. all that happened in that. Yeah, and I listened to the podcast yesterday, and I had the same thought as Delaney. It was so thick. It was amazing. Like, the hips don't lie on that thing. It was insane. Okay, so you were that was, in, that was honestly my immediate thought. You were yeah. into the thickness of the robot. Okay. I, I like, was like, dang. Like, what happened? <laughs> Justin, <laughs> yeah. what, was, what, was your, what did you think of uh, how thick that robot was? I, I've rarely thought about the thickness of robots and the, whether or not their hips do indeed lie, but um, I... I thought it was like the big honestly I was in mecha mode the entire time I'm like okay got it this the special zord has to be bigger than the others so of course it's giant honestly I stopped caring at some point where I'm like got it we fight the extra monster we beat that too of course we're not gonna lose yay cool end of season done bye Okay, so you, ch- you went into uh, checkout mode a little bit, and that made it that made it better. Uh, H- Haley a brought up a, bit. yeah, Haley brought up a good point with the. Uh, we spent so long getting to Dark Voltron because Dark Voltron is a similarly campy concept of like, uh, okay, it's just we're just gonna have the evil version of Voltron, but like <laughs> we took twenty six episodes to get there. They like put that effort was... in, they explained it. Yeah. They made it a plot point. I mean, it still didn't really make sense, but at least like it took a while. <laughs> Whereas yeah. she there was just, some uh, emphasis yeah. behind it. Whereas yeah. This just kind of happened. Um, yeah, in terms of like the scale of how much bigger the Atlas robot was, Justin, um, how did how did that come across to you? Were you into that? I it, it's the same problem that happens in a lot of mech shows, um, where you end up as the show goes on, the idea of the transforming robots becomes tiring, and you need to up the ante. So you get more robot combinations, better gear, yada yada yada. And eventually the earlier stuff falls to the wayside. And my fear is now that we have the Atlas, are we going to see Voltron much at all in the last season? Because why? Yeah. It, it, uh, how can Voltron be outdated? It's our main thing. Yeah. Well, that's and that's that's the issue, which is why I'm glad, A, we're waiting until there's only you know 13 episodes left. B, hopefully there's a lot of character development and problems that can't be solved with giant robots. And C... Honestly, I hope they destroy the Atlas soon. <laughs> yeah. Though so the problem was it didn't really do anything, even when it was a giant yep. robot. It so really didn't. What's the point of dealing? What's the point of attacking it? I feel like it's it was, it was uh, not the problem. Um, in t- in terms of this uh, this row beast that comes in in the last episode, uh, are we all on the same page? This is sent by Hagar. Any other theories here? <laughs> I mean, probably yeah. Hagar. Yeah. Probably. And did and she got to the uh, the alternate universe Altaians before. 
uh, before the Blade of Malmara could. And that's what's going on. I like how that was just so glossed over. Like, we only just learned that this whole, like, Altaian civilization is saved. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got there and they weren't there. And they're like, sweet, cool. Moving on. Like, I would be more concerned about yeah, that's, that's what like, happened. This should be the focus of the season. I feel like I would yeah. say that if I was there. Yeah. In, that was like season. a big deal last season. Was the Altaians are lions back. Yeah. Yeah. They might. Yeah. So that was strange. But I, I agree. I think it was probably Hager. I don't know who else would be. And I feel like it'd be silly of them to introduce yet another villain um, at this point. I think that would be kind of ridiculous. Um, and maybe, maybe it can be a way of explaining why Hagar was just completely MIA during all of this. Like, yeah, where was she? So maybe she was building this thing for some reason and stolen Altaian. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I, I guess I, I will, we'll need some, some catching up on Hagar for sure. Justin, any crazy theories for the, uh, the last, last season of the show? Um, all the ships get confirmed. Oh, that's my crazy theory. Is that we actually get some romance? <laughs> All of them. All of them. We'll get it. We'll get into every the ship. This season. Um, no, I think that ultimately Alora's going to have to make some kind of decision. Like she'll have to sacrifice the Altaian colony to defeat Hagar. There's going to be some high stakes, massive thing that's like no right answer. She's she creates her own destiny, straight up Aang style. Like I. I don't think this is going to end in a giant firefight like this did this season. I think that the whole show is going to end with some philosophical quandary. Yeah, I mean, if we're following the Avatar template, yeah, that's what that's what we do. Um, or heck, at this point, it's almost a modern animation template. I think so. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I just thought I had. I, I think I hope that we don't uh, kill Hagar in the last season. That's my that's my the thought I just had. yeah. Like, well, let's let's like do something interesting. Like let's have her like she turns back to Anerva. Like uh, is she is she sal- salvageable? Like what's the effect that the quintessence had on her? Is like is like quintessence itself the ultimate big bad rather than Hagar? Um, her consciousness she- goes into the blue lion, so she and Alora are always together. <laughs> why no because there's Altaians, yeah um i don't know dylan yeah i don't mean it makes as much sense as anything else okay let's get back to the last stand um because so we good over this a little bit yeah i mean we're the only ones saying so good justin because mm-hmm. uh, the problems other people had and as I, po- I pointed out that uh it's the scene of uh pidge's dad sam correct uh still yeah. still not under censure says uh is pretty expl- sure it's sam is dr. explaining sam. to dr sam is explaining the uh history of the alien race to the leaders of uh of earth i guess of, of un- unclear how this new political uh structure of, of earth in the future post world war three works um we're just gonna gloss over world war three well what uh well <laughs> are we gonna learn what happened there no probably not that just no. means no. we're in the future or and, why this hey, one promised, garrison group i'm oh, sorry why this one garrison group in charge yeah They've said we're going to get books. That's going to be one of the books. Yeah. World War oh, III on the World oh, no. Yeah. So he's explaining to the garrison and he's like, okay, so this, here's how they, here's the history of the aliens. Here's uh, these five mechanical lions. Here's Voltron and explains the entire show to them. It was so stupid. I don't know. I just found it, I found it engaging though. Like, uh, Justin, can you explain better than me why these were good episodes? Because I've had trouble <laughs> articulating, um, this because they're kind of stupid, but at the same time, I liked them. Here's why these episodes are good. It's because they remind us the universe we're in. They establish the universe of the show specifically in relation to Earth because we haven't really seen Earth since the pilot of the show. And so 
it's reminding us that although because we in our minds we're very used to got it Galra are these people Altaians are these people yada 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 the last stand wasn't meant to me if anything was a clip show episode it was the feud the point of the feud is to remind you who these people were the point of last stand was not to remind the audience but to show us just how much more we know than the people on earth do and to remind us that we're in a universe where Earth still has had very limited alien contact, even though we're used to humans in space at this point. Yeah, I got that part. And so the whole point of the, of the two-parter is to show what mankind's for, or humankind or Earth, whatever title is best, what the planet's first true alien encounter is like. And I think it nails it. I think... It's something that we weren't expecting because we're so used to the aliens on this show at this point that it's weird to go to a place that does not know any of this. But I think it gives us a different perspective. And I think I, for one, I think if you don't like militaristic sci-fi, you don't like these episodes because they are very political oriented military stratagems and stuff like that and chain of command. So if you're not into military war kind of sci-fi, I get these are not the episodes for you. But I think that as far as doing a, a different kind of sci-fi, you know, not the big epic space adventure kind, but more of the grounded, how do we fight this alien, you know, council meetings, stuff like that. I think they did a very good job of it. And I think they introduced some really interesting characters that are going to do. I, I think that the cadets are going to have a big role. And I think without this episode, I wouldn't have cared about them because it showed how basically, well, our people were gone. These were the ones keeping the earth safe. Yeah. Um, Haley, what was your take on the new pilots and also Veronica? Um, did you, did you find them engaging? Uh, I, I thought Veronica was neat. I don't know why, but she like for at first I was like, yeah, you go girl, stand up for yourself. But then she started to kind of rub me the wrong way. It was just a little much. I don't know. She was a little much for me. Um, I liked her at first and then she kind of dragged down. Um, and the rest of the pilots, I could not care less about them at all. How, how dare you? How dare you? No, like I had, like they kept going to them like, Oh, like, like making quips at each other in the planes. I'm like, I don't care about you. I have no attachment to you whatsoever. Um, so they weren't very engaging to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, they no, fa- no favorite out of the four. I don't even remember their names. You don't have to name them, but could, you could describe maybe them. the one. I don't know. No, can't even. Okay, no. we'll, we'll come back to you. None um, of them really like had a moment where, like, I was like, "Oh, she's cool." Like, yeah. yeah. J- 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 Justin, defend the honor of these uh, the new pilots. Good so luck. here's the thing. The original it's not Voltron... a good sign if you start with. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let no. me ex- let me break this down. So here's the here's here's the thing. Here's why I think they're going to be important. The original Voltron show, we only really care about the first run of Voltron with the Beast yeah, Beast Voltron, the one we all know is Voltron. There was a second one called Vehicle Voltron. They haven't confirmed this yet, but I have a very strong feeling that since Legendary Defender did so well, we're going to get a show about Vehicle Voltron, which was considered Guardian of the Near Universe, and so it would be more Earth and the surrounding areas. Now that Earth has had contact with alien species. And so if we get vehicle Voltron, I have a strong feeling that this was this season was a backdoor pilot to bring in those four plus Veronica as the five pilots of vehicle Voltron. 
So that's why I think they're going to be very important and why maybe they weren't super duper fleshed out, but enough that if we see that there's going to be a new show about them, we're like, oh yeah, those guys. So I think, I think this, the point wasn't necessarily to make them fully fleshed out characters, but to get you interested enough that you would watch a show about them. Okay. That's not really what I asked, but it was uh, Justin's calling his shot on the uh, uh, on the, the new pilots in the spinoff show here. And uh, I, I asked to defend their honor. He says, eh, they weren't really good anyway, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no. Um, did you have a favorite of them, Justin, other than Veronica? I remember the name Kincaid, so I'm going to go with that. Okay, Kincaid was cool. <laughs> not he didn't a good do anything, but yeah, I said, as I said before, I like the uh, the blonde female one who's uh, like the, the logical one. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what I got. Yeah. That one was also great. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Not a good sign when the characters are called that one. Um, and uh, yeah, any yeah we'll see we'll see if this i don't know i'm skeptical of the spinoff show talk like we're really gonna integrate that well into the last i guess we could like that'd be planning ahead um but we'll see uh there's only the show's almost the show's almost over like we're we're nearing the end enough that if they do it i think that having them introduce like season seven is smart but also they don't necessarily have to so i think they're it's less definite and more of if we wanted to we have these people here we can use yeah it would be it would be a smart move for dreamworks but well yeah well so we'll see more toys um, let yeah well that's the motivation as always um let's let's talk shipping as we brought up a little bit earlier so the two main ships that we approach the season are uh Alurance, Alur and lance one episode <laughs> this season had Alur and lance and then we had keith and aksha Aksha comes back to Earth for Keith. I'm so down for that ship. Okay, why are you on board for Keith and Aksha? Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> Aksha, amazing character. I love her so much. She's so cool, and she's, like, totally in her own, and it's great. Um, so she's awesome. And then I really like what they're doing with Keith now. He's really neat and all moody and dark and has, like, a space wolf, which was honestly the highlight of the season for me. Um, and they're just so cool. They're so cool. And I feel like they get along with each other. And they're sweet and like I totally buy it. You know, like when um when her when the whatever their faces were, her uh ex allies um were going on about like, Oh, you always liked him like I was like, Yeah, I can believe it. Um and when they were fighting each other, they just look like they're so perfect for each other and I'm totally down for it. And I think they would make each other very happy, um, and would be a cool team running around the universe. Cool team. Okay, yeah. Haley, and, Haley and Delaney are captaining this ship of Keith and yep. Aksha. Um, are you joining them, Justin? I'm I'm happy to be a passenger on board the ship. I don't feel a need to take responsibility and man the ship, but I will I will happily come aboard and enjoy your mimosas. <laughs> okay, so Justin's like, sure, whatever. That's it's his reaction to the key. It's a strong Aksha. ship. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What about uh, Alurance, uh, Justin? Yes. Any, uh, yes. Yes. So I'm captaining that boat. That is Why? that is my ship. Because we're finally at a point where I would be okay. Like it's like I said last season. Like I think we're finally at a point where it's not. I mean, yes, it was still obvious from the beginning that they were kind of going in that direction, but we're not at a point where it's, oh, Lance is the cute one, Alora is the female, they have to end up together. Like, I feel like they finally have, if they want to do that ending, which I think they have for a while, I feel like they've earned it. So I feel like Lance 
is at a point where he could do well in a relationship where he understand. I feel like when Lance joined the show or he joined Voltron, he just wanted to like have a pretty girl to show around the lion and, and give a smooch. Whereas now I feel like Lance could understand the responsibility of a relationship. And I feel like Lance could carry that. And I feel like Alora is at a point where she likes Lance as well. I, I don't think we focus on that as much, but I do think she likes Lance. And I do feel like she is at a point where she understands that Lance has changed. She sees the growth he has had and that he is someone she would want to spend time with in a non-professional setting. And is that a truly, work relationship, and, I guess. And truly, so. truly be with outside of work. Like, I feel like I, I feel that both of them like each other genuinely now and not just passing attraction. I feel like they spent enough time and space that if it was just infatuation, it would have worn off. And I feel, I feel like now's the time where both of them are at a place where this, this could happen. So they let's, need to, let's do they it. need to disclose their relationship to HR. Um, that is that Shiro? <laughs> no, Shiro? no. HR is Karan. Great. <laughs> yeah. I, I need is Karan. Karan to provide like paperwork to Lance of like, <laughs> you he would deny it. Um, you may not kiss in the lion as that is work property. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Let's do that. Um, yeah, okay. Steve, Steve Zach is now joining us. Hello, Steve. Hello. Okay, yes or no, Alurance, Steve. Are you on board? Hmm. Oh, maybe. I, I'm more into the Keith Akshia thing, but. Okay, yeah, we I'm talked sorry, about we Keith. I can't hear you. Oh, Steve's gone, everyone. I'm sorry. No, oh, no. <laughs> No. Wow! It's okay. the best. Okay, we talked. We talked best. about Keith. Yeah, we talked about Keith Oxford, Steve. Uh, so, you, so you're you're into that one. Oh yeah. Um, I just think it's very interesting. I think they have you know, good enough chemistry, and I'm uh, and I also feel so bad for Oxford for all like the emotional like stuff Lotar did to her. So she deserves a little like a little nice little rebound person after all the stuff with Lotar. And I I, I love the whole part though when I kind of I love Romelia. I kind of, I kind of wish oh, though when Aksha and Laura were sort of talking and bonding about how Loktar kind of, you know, messed with their minds, that she would have been like, give a funny face of, eh, he didn't misplay me. I knew he was a scumbag from the beginning. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. So Keith, 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 I feel like any ship involving the generals, Keith is or, uh, Steve is into. So I'm not that surprised uh, he's on board the, the Keith and Aksha ship. And I love her new design though. Her post time skip, man, she looks very good. Yeah, she, different different look for Aksha. Were you were you digging Aksha's new look, Haley? Oh, I loved her new look. Her hair was so cool. Yeah, and that's part of what tipped me off. That I was like, something's up. Like her hair's longer. Things are going on. Um, yeah, no, she's really cool. She's always okay. been cool, but I feel like she now is like going rogue and is independent, which was awesome. Yeah. What are your What are your brief thoughts on Alurans, Haley? On board or no? Um, I I don't know. I it. It doesn't do a lot for me, <laughs> and I'm not like passionate about it as well. I feel like I'm the same as you, Justin. Like I'll have mimosas on the ship, but Thank you. I won't stay for very long. <laughs> but oh, I, wow, I, I'm bailing on it. Yeah, no, it's like it's like my alcohol. It's whatever. Me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it. I agree with you though, Justin. I think it. I'm definitely more on board with it now than I would have been a couple seasons ago. I think it's more. Uh, believable even now and and Lance has grown up a little bit it's still not like I don't know I, I don't care very much about what their romantic endeavors are uh, but hey, if they like each other cool whatever 
I'm not there to stop them. Like, <laughs> just let it happen. I mean, yeah, you're we're literally not there to stop them. No, yeah, not at all. It, not at like, all. It's all of what Justin said is true, and that's what the show is going for. But yeah. I still don't, I still don't now, really care. It's I'm just not, like, I, I will, Justin, I won't be coming on this on board the ship, even for one drink. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Really? Now, I'm just, I'm just like, I, I still think Alurance is the most tolerable of the Allura and male ships, but yeah. uh, I still don't want it. Now, all <laughs> just, this to be I, said. All this to be said, if they want to subvert it and have Alora and Veronica, oh yeah, I'm also on board. Anything is better than Veronica and uh, what's his name? That other new guy, um, the guy well, who bullied Keith. None of none of us have been able to name them, yeah. Steve. So maybe you, <laughs> I, I don't think you stand any chance. I'm like Lance. I'm like Lance. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lance so no more names. I'm gonna we're gonna play a game with Steve at the end. So don't name any more characters. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Steve, give us your 30-second thoughts on this on the season as a whole since you just got here, and uh, whether you like the first half or the second half better. Oh, I kind of like the uh, second half better because it has more of a ongoing plot here, more direction. But I love the family the family feud episode, so the feud episode. Yeah, okay, uh, so you, you, just, you just liked more of, the, more of the plot direction in the Earth stuff. Yeah, but and that one super out-of-there comedy episode, the one Andy liked a lot. Yeah, the, 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 well, that that could be any season of Voltron you're describing, the super out there comedy episode that Andy liked. Um, brief, oh, yeah, briefly, we haven't done this yet. Around the Horn, what's the best episode of the season or, or your favorite? Like, uh, which stands out to you the most, Haley? Um, I think either The Way Forward or The Ruins for me. I think because they involve characters that I actually found interesting and played into the whole um, time skip element. Which, uh, all through the first half, I was getting a lot of, like, Doctor Who vibes, and I was totally there for it. Yeah, um, yeah so I think Way Forward and The Ruins are, are my favorite. They were neat little episode storyline plots that, at the time, I thought were going to lead to really interesting, more diverse things, but didn't. But on their own, I still think they're strong. Nice. Okay. Justin, what's the best one? I'm going to go either Last Stand as a whole or the feud, just because uh, uh, I love feud. when they do weird stuff like that. Okay, Justin, uh, I hate to bring this episode up, but is this better or worse than the Voltron show? <sighs> what, the feud? Yeah. I'd say... This isn't a hard question. I'd say it's on par. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, Justin and Andrew love the Voltron show, for context. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, a much, it's much better than the Voltron show. Yeah. Come on. Uh, just Steve, best episode. Oh. The way forward had my favorite, like Akia came back, had oh, the oh, Igigzor and Zethro, who names I finally learned because no, they actually you didn't a- even get it right just now. But OK, um, yeah. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> close enough. Yeah. See, the, the, the Lotor's generous episode, Steve. Well, like, yeah, Steve, well, give us your take about uh, Ezra and Zethro's fate, because I've been saying they died. And you. Just oh, I think that I think they're probably still alive. I think they left a perfect place that if we never see them again and assume they're dead, that's a believable. But. But if they come back, it's also believable. And I, I'm glad I know their names because until now, I just been confirmed them as the Tylee one and the Jasper one. So I yeah, mean, you're not wrong. Ezra is no. still the Tylee one uh, uh, always. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's ambiguous enough that they could do whatever with it. Uh, where's our Ezra and Zethrid lesbian space pirate spinoff show? That's I need to see more show. of that. I need that. Like they can't die. I need that. I'm more I'm more invested in their relationship than Shiro and Adam. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. <laughs> transition into just, <laughs> we haven't talked about Shiro Anatomy yet so we talked about that extensively on the last podcast we don't need to get into the, the intricacies of, of it as square representation go to about 
minutes into the uh, the for our first podcast, if you want to listen to the extensively about in that. depth. But what was your what was your personal reaction to seeing uh, what happened with Adam to hearing that she was gay? Justin, walk us through wh- how you personally connected to what was on screen. I uh, I'm so torn on whether or not. Okay, first off, I think that the storyline worked. I think that there was kind of this pressure on it because, you know, it's the first time we're seeing a uh, same-sex relationship in Voltron that, you know, it, it maybe didn't live up to the expectation. But I think on its own, taken out of that context, I think it worked just fine. I don't... Because this show hasn't dealt with romance of any kind extensively, I think it was fine. I think maybe they could have done a little bit more maybe like one more flashback, but I don't think it was a big a focus as we thought it would be. And whether or not the show led us to believe that, I think it's because we saw it in the clip from San Diego Comic-Con. We assumed it would be a bigger part of the season and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I thought it was fine. I wasn't upset by it. Um, I think that it opens the door for some great uh, Shiro Keith down the line. Okay, so is that what you, is that your true ship, Shiro and Keith? I mean, always. <laughs> what do you mean always? This isn't part of the established Justin canon. Mm. It's not. No. I feel like I feel like when Voltron started, I was less unabashed in my pansexuality, and now I admit that I I, I see myself in Keith and the hot bloodedness, and I'm like, well, I want Shiro. So Keith wants Shiro. But Shiro's so like his dad, kind of. So you're of, saying you're right? self-inserting into, into Keith. And he's yes. getting more older. Shiro, his gray hair is aging rapidly. Uh, I that's, don't know. That is, that's like saying because Elsa has white hair, she's old. No. <laughs> it's a very no, similar it's situation. It's well, anime style, similar, not old. Similar, yeah, I mean, similar to a lesbian character in the anime Darling and the Franks, who is okay, also rapidly aging. Franks, but... <laughs> Um, Still need yeah, to watch. Uh, not going to. But it's not I that. Should. It's not that good. But I'm no, watching hot, it hot to get. From, hot takes. But I'm getting that. But I watch it just to support a second season, of Little Witch Academia. Yeah. That, okay. That, okay. So, okay. Steve. Um. Calm down. Uh. Yeah. It's it's it. The Sharon and Keith. It's like you could interpret it as problematic because it's like this older mentor figure. Um. But I also mm-hmm. think that uh, there's you know if they're older and the relationship has changed, you know, there's a way it could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so it is interesting. That's Justin's OTP. Oh, by, by the way, briefly, Justin, was there any character you connected with this season? Um, I, I uh, very uh, memorably, very memorably, last season you uh, you had the hots for Hot Dad, Keith's Keith's dad. Last season, of <laughs> I mean, time. yes, like oof, oof. Was there um, any? Was there any Hot Dad equivalent this season? I mean, Veronica. Okay. Like the okay. moment they introduced Veronica, I'm like, hello, who are you? I've, and then I thought she died, and I'm like, oh. And then she was alive and Lance's sister, and I'm like, wow. Does that make her more appealing to you that she's Lance's sister? I'm yes, you, because I'm it means she can put up with him. She can deal with my crap. Like, oof. <laughs> I'm with you, Justin. She can handle losers. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Justin. I love, That's not how that works. I love Veronica, and like I said, she gives, she's the reason why I think we should not write off Ezer and Zethra being dead, because if she can survive that, then anything's possible. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, J- Justin, we got a brief hot dad appearance in visiting the grave of of hot dad. In the, the were you sad yeah. by that? I was like, you know, oof, rest in peace. <laughs> I miss you. 
You missed out that. Okay. Um, and, and what was my question originally before I got sidetracked here? I'm trying uh, to the, but do I have Shiro the and Adam. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Shiro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Shiro and Adam. Yeah. Haley, what was your reaction to seeing Shiro and Adam this season? So I somehow completely zoned out of the world and had no clue this was coming. So I didn't have any expectations going in. Um, and I was really excited when it happened. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And like, it makes sense and everything. I'm really upset though that they just, killed him off like i think it would have been way more satisfying if he had shown up again even just once more in real life that would have been interesting and i actually just went i was looking at the the show on netflix before we started and the new like title card thing for it is shiro and adam standing dramatically back to back looking like forlorn lovers with the the oh. earth behind them and it's like we saw him one time like <laughs> Calm it's down. Just it looks like twice if voice. you count him being obliterated. Yeah, right. Yeah, his done. picture. Yeah, it's no, so he, was, he was the pilot that died that we saw. I know. I didn't even realize that till later. It's like yeah. they're clickbaiting. Yeah, yeah, yep. Really. yep, yep. Yeah, um, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, did you know that you didn't know that Shiro was going to be gay before you started watching the season? No clue. That came out. Okay, so did you when you saw episode one? Did you interpret it as Adam being Shiro's significant other? So. First, when they first walked in, my immediate thought was, oh, they're roommates. And then I was like, but that's weird. That doesn't make sense. And then I was like, oh, no, they're they're passionate lovers. Like, they love each other so much. <laughs> and, okay, so you figured it out from the scene. I could figure it out, but it was, I feel like if I wasn't, like, eager to see that in entertainment, I wouldn't have picked it up, you know? There was only that one line where he's like... Adam said something about how I won't be here when you come back or something like yeah. a buddy wouldn't say that like your yeah. bro wouldn't be saying that to you so I think that really cued it to me and I was like oh okay cool so they're together that's awesome and I think it adds an interesting dimension um, to Shiro's character and I like that in the next scene Keith like knew about Adam um, like they, they mentioned him how they had been talking but I wish there was more of that. Like if he was just mm. name dropped a little bit more or something, or if mm. Keith even said anything about him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cause we never yeah. saw them. Like, I get why there wasn't like, I mean, obviously the question is why wasn't there a kiss? There wasn't a kiss cause they were arguing, yeah. but why didn't we then get another flashback to some happy, like the, the scene at the gravestone, you hear like what? Two sobs. Of, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and then cut like, Yes, it's sad, and I'm sad for Shiro, but, like, we don't see the impact of that at all. We don't see a memory. We don't see anything. We don't see a reference later. We don't see – we don't hear him talk about it. We get two sobs, and that's the entire resolution. Two sobs. Which, two sobs. What? Two sobs. Yeah, the reason we don't have a kiss is because they cut it. They cut it. They censored it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll get some more stuff season eight, some more Shiro's feelings. Yeah, that's the hope is that we expand upon this in that's, season eight at all. That's uh, anything. Yeah, nice. I don't, yeah, I Steve, don't know. Steve, what was your brief reaction to Cheryl Adam? Oh, uh, that was all right. Uh, I tell you though, I I was really sad for Adam's death. I could say I couldn't forgive the Admiral for betraying the Earth and to the Gara and all stuff, but having Adam killed, unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, that was the unforgivable action from her. They her, did her, not need her first sin. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't need to. Yeah. Um, he could have been there when they came and back. she is like I don't know what you talked about before the. The Raiko of the show, maybe even worse than Raiko. 
Yeah, what's your obsession with comparing her to Raiko? Who's Raiko? But did the same from, people from make Korra, the show? Pre- President, President Raiko from oh, Legend of Korra. Got it, got it. I was thinking Admiral Zhao for some reason. I'm sorry. Well, that's <laughs> confused. Did, and, and, wait, hold on. Justin, did you just confuse Zhao with literally any <laughs> other character? Yeah. That's, that is, uh, how dare you? An offensive, how dare you confuse <laughs> how, Zhao how? with, just, anyway, it doesn't matter who it is. How that dare I? You're yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, someone who who do, someone compared someone to Zhao. Oh yeah. Um, Sendak is Sendak the Zhao of the show, Justin? I mean, probably. No, but he's not as good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Steve Raiko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Raiko. Yeah. She's Raiko because she always makes the wrong decisions. They never once had had her like make the right decision. It's, it's the same thing you do with Raiko. I mean, and these are the same people that made these two shows. So I guess that's their style. Yeah, I mean, I think she gets a redemption at the end that Raiko kind of never got, but yeah. But yeah, but I do feel that maybe in her younger days, she probably was an awesome character, was like an awesome soldier and stuff, and that her redemption was her finding her old self one more time before she died. Rip. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably was a, a great pilot and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Um, let's, uh, Justin, anything else jump out to you to to talk about from the season? I mean... Bebo beep. Yeah. Okay. The feud. Yeah. What's your? What was your favorite part of the feud? The 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 clear Bob Barker references about spaying and neutering your animals. Okay, that was a good one. Oh. Also, he was he was uh, very similar to the family not, feud host. Not, with not flirting with Hag- yeah, yeah, flirting yeah. with Hagar. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good uh, taste. <laughs> oh, you're into Hagar, Steve. I th- oh, does she very good? Hashtag very not hot dad. Hot grandma. I love though is though. I love like the next episode they did a Seinfeld reference. Yeah, the NBA and the Bebo B they the, the Seinfeld <laughs> reference. You were into that, Steve? Yes, you should know that. Anyone who follows yeah. on the disc on our Discord should know that. Yeah, Steve just links Seinfeld videos all the time. Okay, Steve, I want to uh in the in the in the realm of the feud, I want to uh put you as Lance in the situation and have you remember character names from Voltron. Okay, oh, because okay. I feel like we're speaking to you this scene where Lance couldn't remember anyone's name oh, because Steve never can remember anyone one's name um so yeah steve let, let's start easy here who is we already mentioned them on the show who is the tiley one what what is her name ezor okay you got it you said Woo! it better than you did before when you were trying okay yeah i was mad rush I, I said it that way you probably maybe ezor. just came off wrong I was too too jacked too, up too, too, too jacked up okay <laughs> uh uh we, we mentioned his name several times already who is the main villain of the second half of the season the mouse guy the mouse guy. Oh, yeah. S- Sendak. Sendak. Okay, we started easy. Those, <laughs> sir. <laughs> okay, we we said his name already on the podcast. Who's the leader of the new pilots, Steve? What, what's his name? Oh, oh man, this is. Hard. I just remembered it just now, and now Griffin. Griffin. Okay, who's who's the uh, the other male on the team? Okay, now you got me. Um... <laughs> no, no, can't. <laughs> Justin, who's the, who's the other male? Kincaid. Kincaid, yeah, there you uh, go. Okay, I yeah. remember Leaf's daughter. That's Leaf's daughter. Okay, there you got that one. Who's the, who's the other female on the new pilots? Uh, P daughter. P what P daughter? What? No, I don't, I don't know who she is. I, I don't know her name either. But that's. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she had also a daughter name, like at the end. Like no, I thought I don't that. Think, maybe... I don't think there was a naming schema. No. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who, who else should we ask Steve about the names of 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 the show? 
Um, who's our, Steve? Who's our, our main villain of season one of the show? <laughs> who's who's oh. the original villain? Oh come, on. Zarkon. Zarkon. Okay, you got. Yeah, give me more credit. <laughs> no, you have not earned that more credit. <laughs> Justin, do you have any names you want Steve to guess? Um, no, I think I'm all right. Okay, who's the ad- I, who's the admiral's name? I don't. The ad- what's what's her name, Steve? The admiral from the season. Oh, Sanda. Oh, okay. I think you're prepared for this. Well, maybe because I kind of I remember her because I kind of really mad at her. Yeah. What do we think of what do you think of the aliens that were referenced in episode thirteen? The uh, the Komar. Did anyone remember the Komar? No. no. <laughs> Justin, do you were a big Komar fan? No. No. No one. They said it twice, and I still didn't. I still didn't know. Okay. Um. Let me think of let me think of any more names uh to have Steve guess. Uh who's who's uh Pidge's dad Pidge's dad's name in in this season? Oh, Steve. Sam. Sam, okay, what about Pidge's brother? Matt. Oh, okay. Pidge's mom. Pidge's mom. What's Pidge's oh, mom's name? Oh, I know that. I started to see. Um Does it? K- Kali? No, I'm pretty sure it's not that. I don't remember either though. <laughs> <laughs> You're going. You're going. <laughs> What's Pidge's original? Colleen. Colleen. Okay. Oh, yeah. you were oh, close. Oh, it's Colleen. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, uh, Steve, oh, Pidge's original name, Steve. Katie. Katie. Okay. 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 Um, so we have a new. Steve has turned a new leaf here. Leaf daughter. Uh, new leaf daughter. Steve has turned. So uh, I fully expect you to remember every name from now on. on oh, great. All right, I will get on that. Okay. Okay. Um, Who pilots the Red Lion currently? Well, that's oh. that's a different thing. That's oh, that. hard to hard to remember who's oh, where. Oh, that's uh, Lance. No, it's Bebo Beep. It's Bebo Beep. Okay, yeah, I think Bebo was the answer <laughs> yeah. to all these questions. Yeah, I, I don't even know who pilots. There, there was no indication of who piloted who. I well, I guess they were in their lines at several points, but oh, yeah, I'm, it's, oh. it's it's confusing. Okay, um, Justin, final thoughts on the season of Ultron. I feel like we're setting up for the finale more than anything. This just kind of felt like a detour. It was good, but not what I wanted. Okay, now or expected you want, but, based on season expect- six finale. Yeah, but excited for the last season. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't okay. killed my excitement, and that's important. Okay, that's good. Um, I think, judging by fan reaction, others have have killed their excitement, but that's okay. Uh, Haley, what's your final thoughts here? Um. I think it was kind of a letdown after the last season, but that was almost kind of expected because we lost Lotor. Um, but I was definitely, it sucked because I had hope for it when we had that time skip and then Ezra and Zethrid and Akshal showed up and I was like, oh, okay. So I think that would have been a much more interesting storyline. Um, I agree with Justin though. I think it was kind of like a in-between season hopefully leading to interesting things. I'm ex- I am excited to see what's up with the Altaian that was inside that row beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's a good thing to end on, but yeah, it, it, it won't stand out to me as a, mm-hmm. a very exciting season of the show, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Steve, final thoughts. I feel I, I might like the season more than I should. 
And I feel funny. We finally get a 13-episode season. I do feel episode 1 through 6 and 7 through 13 feels like different seasons. If yes. there was a season to split in half, it would be this one. That's what we discussed. And I just – maybe I'm just – maybe I'm biased because I kind of – you gave me something I was waiting for, which is more focus on Lotar's generals. I mean, Akshia's finally on our side. And we actually get some focus, at least for one episode, on Ezer and Zethroat. And they're very – they're finally interesting and they might be dead. So – yeah. Okay, Steve, please name the name of the Jasper one again. You didn't get it right there. Oh, uh, maybe I, I don't know. No, maybe I'm not pronouncing it right. I'm not good. Zethrid? Nope. Id. Zethrid. Zethrid. Oh. Okay, there you go. We got, we got, we got there at the end. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I thought, I thought of one more too. To, to, to All right. We could ask go that, ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I don't I gotta, I gotta remember what it was, but. Um, uh, yeah. I say for next oh, season. Okay, okay, I got no, okay. no, I got it. Okay, what's the name of the wolf? What do we name the wolf this season? <gasps> the best character of the whole season. Oh, okay. The wolf's name isn't Veronica. No. Uh, <laughs> let me get. Uh, I don't okay. Know. Um. Um. Sparkle. No. It's Twilight Sparkle. Yes. <laughs> I'll give you a. I'll give you a hint. Wanda and. Cosmic? Cosmo? Oh. Yes, Cosmo. Yes, Cosmo. Cosmo Kramer. That's uh, Seinfeld. Again, that Steve. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, my thoughts are <laughs> the same as yesterday. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, this was this was a thing. Let's hope for great stuff next season, although there's still some good stuff here. And I'll Oh, that one more hot take, though. I think maybe in the future epilogue, I kind of wouldn't mind, though, if Keith and or Exar are like the new, like, running Galra, pretty much. See, the Gaura power couple. Uh, Keith gonna lead the Gaura. Okay. Yeah, why not? That kind or, of oh, sure. I prefer maybe Axia maybe becomes the Gaura person, and he's like his first lady, like something like yeah, that's where like I thought you were going that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Keith you know, and Aksha how- running the Galran Empire. Okay, hot take, hot prediction from Steve heading into season eight. So we'll see when we get season eight of Voltron. Um, confirmed uh, this year. Is is it yes. is it confirmed this year? I'm yes. hoping be after Comic Con, New York Comic Con, maybe because they might have one more panel there. I I always go to Baltimore Comic Con panels are so much fun. Yeah, I think they'll definitely like go to New York Comic Con and premiere an episode. I think yeah, if it is if it is this year, it's going to be in the November. Yeah, I have to imagine, right? <laughs> I, they're not going to power it out again this soon, but well, no, the season was super be, soon. Going to be probably Thanksgiving to December. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's exciting though if we get even we get the finale of Ultron this year. Exciting stuff. So let us know what you thought of season seven of Ultron in the comments over com or on YouTube over slash YouTube. You can find the video and comments uh there if you're listening. So make sure to subscribe to us to not miss future of Voltron podcast. Probably done with season seven coverage but we'll see we'll see if there's mm-hmm. anything that we're dying to talk about you can talk talk about it with us on uh, so, discord overlyanimated.com slash discord and support us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all our current patrons especially our patrons of the podcast uh new patron kathleen who we don't have a nickname for yet but we'll work on that thank you kathleen and uh yep that's it uh thanks for listening guys we will see you next time bye okay. bye bye bye